0: Welcome to another episode of the Executive Interview Series. This is Ramona Dapares, and today we talk about a topic that is very important to Malta, travel and tourism. We have just reopened our doors to tourism. We are super eager to welcome people back to our beautiful island. And today is the man behind all the action, Malta Tourism Authority CEO, Johan Buttigic. Johan, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Ramona, and I so, welcome you in our offices.
0: Thank you. You're gorgeous, offices. The view is amazing. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but you are, as I said, in the middle of all the action and obviously it falls on you. We, have, uh, we were one of the first countries to launch um, a very well-organized strategic plan to welcome tourists once again to Malta. So can you walk us through the process that led to the final plan?
1: Um, to be fair, the plan was already being prepared. Well before uh, COVID nineteen struck,
0: okay,
1: and uh, obviously it was a shock for Malta, as happened also to the all of the states, is, I guess. Yes, and uh, obviously we had to adapt to the new rea- realities. It was immediately clear that it was not going to be a short um, recovery, and obviously our plan um, actually highlights a two to three-year period for recovery to the pre-2019 pandemic levels. The plan is based on three main pillars, mm-hmm. which are recover, revitalize and regeneration. So these three main items will obviously help us go throughout what we are leading the post uh, let's say pandemic process where we want to reestablish the figures, not the two thousand and nineteen figures, because obviously the two thousand and nineteen figures we already were assisting to let's say the how would i would I would just say that it was too much for a small island like Moton. So, we're already enhancing the fact that we need to diversify our markets.
0: Right.
1: And um, obviously, it's just like drinking a bottle of wine. If you drink a bottle of wine in one go, you'll get drunk immediately. But Mm -hmm. if you drink that bottle of wine on a night, you will enjoy it more and you will for sure end up happier rather than drunk. So that is what we are trying to do also with this strategy. We need to ensure that people come to Malta in a sustainable manner, ensuring that we can promote and we want people to come back and say, yes, what a wonderful time we have spent here in Malta. But also we need to understand our realities and our realities being such a small island without resources, we need to ensure that we give the experience A total experience to the mind body and soul of the tourists that come to Malta and we try obviously to avoid those mishaps that a tourist has when he goes abroad
0: so first of all i love your wine analogy and i'm sure it will really reach our followers um we are as part of this sustainable plan we are offering some unique features such as for example cash to people who visit Malta. Okay. How is that working out?
1: So, um, as part of the, the recovery plan, we have issued a number of schemes, one of which is the Free Individual Traveller Scheme, mm-hmm. which um, the authority is assisting with the uh, hotels. We have more than 80 hotels that are taking that are participating in okay. this um, scheme, whereby tourist books directly with the participating hotel Mm -hmm. as i said we have over 80 that are participating in various categories five four and three star hotels and the hotels are doubling what are we giving as an incentive so actually if a person is staying in a five-star hotel he can redeem a 200 euro voucher within that same hotel can either be redeemed in uh, against uh, the bill of the hotel or in services according to the terms and conditions each and every hotel has issued with that particular scheme.
0: And I'm sure it's proven to be a hit. This
1: I can tell you that um, hotels have already, I think there were more than 10 that have already absorbed their allocation and we have given another allocation to them. Uh, oh, to, wow! So, no, it is quite uh, a good uh, scheme that has been. Taken up quite well.
0: Everyone enjoys some free money to spend, let's face it. Yes. <laughs> so, I know that the MTA is also a keen supporter of uh, industries like ours, iGaming, tech. What importance do you believe? As I said,
1: um, in the strategy, we are identifying the niche markets and the diversification process. Mm-hmm. It is impossible for Malta to actually have all tourists coming here in summer. So, uh in 2019 for example we had January one was one of the best months we ever had in 30 years wow and this was thanks to the diversification which we had started at that time to actually incentivize the mice industry the gaming industry and now we are also uh, looking into fate tourism uh, diving and so on so we are obviously diversifying as much as possible the, the tourism sector. We don't want it to be just the sun and beach uh, holiday, yeah. but obviously we want to ensure that we can provide a better quality for both locals and foreigners. And at that time, we are reinvesting within the same island, so that at tourists would be obviously happier and uh, enjoying more the, their holiday here. For but,
0: sure. You mentioned January, which is interesting because um, companies like Sigma tend to organize high-level conferences during cold shoulder months. And obviously, these bring a lot of people to the island. Can we hope for some good news in this respect with regards to organization of events?
1: Well, um, as you well know, Malta is, I would say, uh, by far the best European Union country in terms of COVID-19 uh, um yeah
0: in performance
1: performance uh, uh, we have already reached the herd immunity level um now we have exceeded the 60% of uh, of the whole population being um administered the second jab and um so in the coming weeks we I would actually reach more than 75% of the population would be totally vaccinated This obviously gives us uh, the heads up uh, to actually be the safest um, country within the whole European Union to actually organize events and without the risk of actually having further um, transmissions of the disease. Or else if there is a transmission it would be much milder than one would obviously need hospitalization and so on.
0: Fantastic news for many. I was about to ask how we compare to other EU countries, but I believe you've answered that question. No,
1: actually, we are the first um, in what comes to safety. Um, I would say that Malta is number one when it comes to COVID. It is a very safe country in terms of uh, criminality and, and, uh, and other aspects. It is very safe to go out at night there's no practically um, no practically uh, yes we're,
0: we're, it's it's a very you know laid safe, back and safe, lovely safe, welcoming
1: country. place uh mm-hmm. tur- locals are actually helping out um, many tourists even if they don't know mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. uh, we are very hospitable
0: hospitable a lot yes yes so. um We have our fantastic strong points, obviously, but it all depends on getting people here. So we have some airlines that are sort of reducing their flights while some others are actually increasing them. What is the situation? Is it like one? So
1: as has happened everywhere in the world, um, airlines got the full blown of this pandemic situation. But thankfully, um, Malta, we are now recovering or the airlines. And it was actually an opportunity for us to get new airlines in Malta. We have quite a number of big names. We have Air France, we have Lot, we have uh, smaller ones like Cyprus Airways, we have Aeroflot. So these are the names that Mm -hmm. obviously are coming in and we are expecting thousands of tourists to come. I can tell you, for example, that, um, for example, Just for France, we have doubled the amount of flights that we were expecting two months ago, Uh, and these are all booked at around 85% throughout uh, the season of uh, July to September. So that gives us the reassurance that things are working and working quite well.
0: So we are targeting uh, three-star hotels, four-star hotels, five-star hotels, but budget holidays are obviously also a reality. Are there any particular incentives in that area? Yes,
1: so um, we we have tried to come out with a 20 million recovery scheme to cover the whole sector of the industry. So we are giving out vouchers for the diving sector. We are giving out vouchers for the elderly, for those that are coming in the shoulder months. We're not just looking for the coming three months, but also Mm -hmm. for the period post-September. There are also a number of schemes that are helping those that are on Airbnb, Mm -hmm. booking.com, Expedia, tour operators and so on. So we have tried to nail each and every aspect of the tourism industry.
0: I'm sure this will, uh, you know, make many people feel relieved that they can enjoy their holiday. Come here without any. I mean, I get the impression that we're going a bit for the gold standard in terms of safety with these multi-multi level. Um...
1: Yes, we we are we are trying to be safe as possible. We are also now um, concluding agreements with internationally recognized certification bodies that can obviously certify both hotels, restaurants, and other. Uh, places of entertainment as gold certified in terms of both protocols with COVID and other um, tests. But uh, as I said, we need to make sure that we remain safe, because otherwise we will end up just like we ended up last year. After we opened a month, we had to close down again. No one wants that. (laughs) So nobody wants to go in that direction uh, again.
0: I'm curious though, do we also, are we in discussions with other countries besides the UK? Because at one time there was talk of having special corridors yes. and agreements. So, yeah.
1: uh, we had a number of discussions with a number of uh, countries. Many of the European countries, actually discussions have stopped because uh, now as a European Union, there's an agreement on the vaccination passport, how it will work and so on. And this will start to take place from the 1st of July. With other countries, like uh, UK, Israel and others, uh, there are special bilateral agreements that are being drafted and obviously, hopefully, they will be signed as soon as both parties are happy to sign. Fingers crossed.
0: I'm going to get a bit personal, because you have a very... Um, how do we say it? You have to keep a balancing act between uh, fulfilling your priority, which is tourism, really, and as you rightly mentioned, making sure that we are safe. Um, what are your stress levels like? How do you cope with this?
1: <laughs> so um, uh, sometimes they become unbearable, the stress levels. So, but yes, uh, we need to understand that you cannot have tourism if you do not have a safe place where to go. Nobody wants to spend a quarantine in a foreign country. For sure. And. Nobody will travel unless it is essential travel to go and have a holiday in a place which is not safe. So we need to understand the importance of being safe, but at the same time, we obviously have that internal battle that we want to open again and to feel free once again. And that is obviously where we have our internal discussions which are quite heated I can assure you uh, to uh, balance and it's always a balancing act It is. we are obviously on a very tight rope so we have to be very cautious
0: what is your message to those who are planning a lovely holiday in Malta
1: so we want them to feel safe and we would try to make up to their expectations to have a very enjoyable holiday in Malta
0: Thank you so much for sharing all that. Guys, you heard the man. Come here, enjoy yourselves, be safe, be responsible. Welcome to Malta and thank you for following Sigma TV.